good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 10th of January, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bunny Cardigan Show. Of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of the Athletic. James Edwards III of the Athletic. Hell of a day for Detroit sports fans. Uh, just is got done. Though? Yes. Yes, of course it is. Maybe right. not for you because you don't you don't care. Well, about... let's break this let's break this down and actually so- see if it sounds like a hell of a day. Go ahead and, yeah. and s- say it out loud and then tell me if it's a hell of a day after you're done. The Lions beat the Packers. We are recording this like literally 5 minutes after we beat the Packers. James yep. doesn't care about that and is is notedly cynical. We well, also well, well, is that a good thing they beat the Packers? Dude, who and I know you're not saying it. I'm saying this to the people who do care. No, I'm saying it too. Why? Who cares? Whether it's whether it's Kayvon, whether it's Aiden, fucking studs. One and two interchangeable. Doesn't matter. Don't care. You're getting an insane pass rusher either way. Don't care. Right, if I can, if I can get an edge rusher of that, uh, it's it's like think this year in the NBA. Who gives a shit if you pick first, second, or third? You know what I mean? Or fourth even? Or fifth? Right? We can go even to to Josh Giddy. It doesn't matter. Who cares? First or second? Don't care. If you and and Greg Olson said it on the broadcast. Great point. If you want to establish a winning culture, you have to win. And to the Packers fans who are like, oh, congratulations, you beat Jordan Love. It's like, yeah, well, you just lost. They're like, you just beat a practice squad. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, we're a high school JV team at best with a Muppet for a quarterback. <laughs> Chew on that. All right, Fuck go ahead. off. All right, I'll give you that. Go ahead. Additionally, we traded a guy who fans don't love and are annoyed by. Which is for- sad because he's such a nice guy. Yes, but that's what I'm just saying. I know. I get it. I get it. For a guy who is a shiny new toy, who we'll get into this in a minute, for and in addition to a pick that is remarkably inconsequential and wouldn't have meant anything in the first place. The fact that it was the Brooklyn pick made this pick free. It's also timely because my original plan was to go scorched earth on Troy today. Now I don't have to do that. He bought himself some time because this is a fun little thing. The only thing that I feel bad about is that you, and we've talked about this before, I feel like any time that there's rumors of a trade or a trade actually happens, the annoying part for you, for Rod, for Omari, is for the next, like, two to four days, all you're going to get is, is Bull Bull available? Is Bull Bull available? <laughs> is he available yet? Is he, can he play? Can he do all this stuff? I don't know. Is he healthy right now? I actually don't know. Has he got anything going on? Um, I mean, that's a good question. I actually am not sure. Um, he played the other day, uh, but he, I don't think he's played in a few days. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if that's injury related. I haven't caught the Nuggets in a little bit, but um, actually, I lied. I watched the Nuggets. The you other watched night. the you, yeah, you the saw Kings the game. the Jokic pass. You yeah, watched yeah, that yeah. live when he. I don't. He, uh, yeah, he, I don't remember if I saw Bull Bull on the bench. Um, but either way, he didn't play in the Sacramento game, but he played on the fifth, so I think he's fine. Cool. So um, within the next week, we'll have him, James Edwards the third. You can never have a free day. You were traveling when this happened, as it happens with every single trade that ever happens. Yeah. You are you are never not doing something. Yeah. Um, so walk us through. Is th- did this catch you off guard? Is this something that I don't know how much you can really say? But um, who was who was they got in the trade was a surprise. I had an inkling that a trade would happen today. Um, okay. For for two reasons, uh, one of which I will not obviously say and the other one is um they canceled practice today which was odd to me oh or they canceled availability today which was 
um, odd. They usually this team practices a lot, and the only time they really don't practice is if there's two days until a game or after a back-to-back, and that's not the case in this situation. So, yeah, uh, bull bull, those surprise me. Uh, before we get going, I want to shout out Val. Forgot to shout out you out, Val. Um, I want to shout out Ben Herman, who is one of our highest donators, and will be on the year anniversary pod. Him and his brother, happy birthday to him. We're at the Pistons game from Las Vegas last night. Talked nice. with them for 15 minutes. He wore his BNC hoodie to the game. Nice. Shout out to you, Ben. Um, yeah, so I was driving um, across across state, and um, yeah, the Woj got it. Woj tweeted it. I did the confirmed it and all that stuff, and kept on my way and pulled over to do a, a quick story because at the end of the day, it's just bull bull. And uh, no, 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 like I'm not gonna like do 1,500 words on Bull Bull. Like he's played, he hasn't even. You want to talk about how many games a guy's played? Oh, buddy. <laughs> do he's we only, have a player for he's you? He's only played 53 career games in three seasons. So yeah. Um, but with all that said, good trade. Um, I initially objectively, objectively uh, yeah, good, trade. very good trade, very. Well, <sighs> oh, you got your restore shirt on. I mean, yeah, that just further pushes that narrative. Had to. Um, If if there were any people out there who thought that this team wasn't rebuilding and was just bad, uh, if if you still thought that at this point, I'm sorry for you, but this also furthers that. And, yeah, man, it's similar to the DSJ trade last year. Obviously, Derrick Rose is a better player than Rodney Magruder. Right, right. But um, you're taking a flyer on a guy for a half a season. Rodney uh, Bobo's a restricted free agent next year. And you're, yeah, I mean, you're just, he's, we know seven foot two, seven, eight wingspan. He has ball skills, uh, has shown he can stretch the floor. Like he makes threes. Like obviously there's no sample size big enough to make any sweeping, um, thoughts or arguments about him. Uh, but everybody's kind of been intrigued by him since they first laid eyes on him a few years ago. And yeah, this is what you do when you're a rebuilding team. You take a swing on a guy with some upside and if you don't lose anything in getting him. Uh, it's even more of a no no brainer, and this was in that case. Yeah, and it's, and also just to and just cause shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. for getting his contract guaranteed for the rest of the season. I don't yeah, have any DSJ. No malice in my heart towards him. Uh, the uh, the bull bull thing is like yes, he's restricted, and but it's also like that's fine because even if we don't want him, it's like well he's a rental right now just because we literally just need a body. We just need somebody to be there. We just need somebody who actually has size um, in the front court. And it's like, I don't even think that was like, obviously he addresses a need, mm-hmm. uh, even though he's not a center, he's a power four, he's just too skinny. But I would, I don't even know if like the thinking of length in the front court right now was like, I think it played into it, but I also think like the taking a flyer on a guy with potential was number one on, on the list. You know, uh, this actually kind of threw a wrench in the spokes on a question that I had for you today. I'll still ask it just because mm-hmm. I still think that it's, you know, um, I was going to ask you, do you wonder if there's any pressure to make sure that you get a big in return for Jeremy? Because I feel like there's no. not. I, I feel like no. you can you could get one. Obviously, I was because what I was originally going to say was like you could get one for like Josh or something if that's what you wanted to do. But um, like or Hal you. Hal threw out a trade. It was like Josh for Alex Len straight up. And now we learned you could get one for Rodney Magruder. So, yeah. And uh, 
they're going to get a big in the draft this year if they pick one through three probably. So, mm-hmm. no, I don't I don't think it's pressing, uh, especially they're not trying to win. But, yeah, what was your thoughts? Bull Bull seems like a, a, a Motown no all-star. Like, I'm surprised he never comes up on your list. Because I, I don't – and now that he's on my basketball team, I don't – I don't want to say anything disrespectful, but Bull I don't. Bull, the first get thing Bull Bull does when he arrives in Detroit is not going to listen to the BNC. So go ahead. I just I just question the mobility side of it. Yeah, where it's like he's just too big. Not the you best. Know what I mean, hips. sometimes yeah. yeah, and and sometimes just literally just the way that he's built, it 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 limits his ability to do anything. And so, and like, I know that sounds just super broad and that's like the Bill Simmons analysis, but like, I mean that very literally. Um, And then also you do have to factor in for a myriad of reasons, like why he's not playing basketball games. So the prospect of having that shiny new toy is really fun to me because, you know, it's been a while since the Pistons have like made a trade where, well, it's been a year, basically. Um, I would say... the reason he's not playing basketball games, one, he's super raw, and two, he played for the Denver Nuggets. He played for the Nuggets. He, exactly. Yeah. Right. So that it wasn't always a knock on him, but, you know, I, so I, it, but it's super inconsequential. And that's why it's, it, that's why it, when we say it's an objectively good trade, it's because you literally got him for free. Yeah. You got him for a guy who was there to be sort of that, like, you know, veteran presence. Right. And, and, a, and a pick that was never valuable in the first place. Right. Um, and you like you said, you get to take a flyer on a guy who maybe Cade will get to throw some 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 fun lobs to him. So um, pick and pop. And I mean, Bull Bull, if people remember, like people talked about him being a lottery pick coming mm-hmm. out of the draft. He slid to 41, I think. And I'm sure a lot of that is I've heard some stuff that uh, the intel on him going into the draft wasn't the best. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also heard that, I mean, obviously, like his frame is worrisome and his size is worrisome given his frame but i think a lot of the part reason he slipped is i heard the intel wasn't the best on him going into the draft but i don't know you never know he's been three years in the nba he's looking for an opportunity detroit has a good leadership in place to the point that they've taken on some guys that are uh, people have deemed knuckleheads and people haven't gotten in trouble um under their watch so yeah, I think maybe they they don't worry about that, and they're just give a guy a chance to show what he can do and find out what he can do and have him under their roof in, in case you, you want to do the qualifying thing. I mean, at worst, he's like Thonmaker 2.0, and you're just kind of like, okay, whatever. And then at best... Um, Kevin Durant. At best, he's Thonmaker in that post-February 6, 2020 trade deadline. When it was Thon and Christian Wood, and they were the thin towers. For there was five games where they were lighting it up together. The thin That's towers, best case. I forgot about. What about best case? He's like Poku. Okay, well, here's the thing with Poku is like, I don't know. Um, I love Poku. I know Poku is the most up and down. Young, well, that's exactly raw, what it is. Yeah, I think we've said this before. And Poku there, moves a little bit better. There's nobody, and he's a better passer. There's no like an amazing passer. There's nobody in the league. Whose highlights are as high and lowlights are as low. Where like when it's bad, you're like, dude's not like he's not gonna be in the league in a few years. Yeah. But when it's good, you're like, why doesn't this... he start? Right. Yeah. It's it's he's polarizing, and so like best case is Bobo Poku. I mean, no, because he's not the athlete that Poku is. 
So, which, well, I was Poku an athlete. I mean, nah, I wouldn't call him an athlete, but he has some like the fluidity and skill to his game. And fluidity is a great word. The for fluidity it, yeah. is the thing with with Bull Bull. I keep wanting to say Thon Maker because everybody's <laughs> I've read Thon Maker's name fifty times since the news broke. Oh, really? Oh, I haven't. I actually haven't seen that yet. No, okay. people are the tweeting left and right. Thon Maker, Thon Maker, Thon Maker. And I'm like, he has ball skills that Thon didn't have, and. I mean, he, there, there's potential there to stretch the floor. Obviously, the wingspan. It's just a matter of can he put it together when he gets some actual time? Can he show some stuff? And can he go through an NBA season? And well, well, the Pistons aren't going to find that out, but they're going to get a good couple months of giving him some time and finding out if he can if he can bang or not with the big boys uh, nightly. It's the idea that in a month we're going to have Bobol and Cam Reddish that I think excites people. I think that's what people are waiting for. I think that this will this really guy manifesting. Well, I mean, we don't have to lie. Like we know what's coming, right? Yeah, until until the Celtics swoop in and say, "Here's Jalen Brown." I hold on. You didn't see Michael. Shout out to Michael Payne. Yeah, you didn't see his uh, his deal between the Hawks and the Celtics. No, because that's not that's a nonsense trade. It, it was like reddish, a Kongwu, two picks, ooh, and <laughs> something else for Jalen Brown. Mm, no, uh, Celtics say no. That's just. I'm also just like I think Jalen Brown is like one of the best. Like I, I don't I agree, but it's not working there. I'd I, also not be the. I also wouldn't want to be the one to split it up. But. I don't think that that is an indictment on the ability of. Oh, I agree. Or, or rather, inability of Tatum and Jalen Brown to coexist. I don't think I that that's what it is. I, I think agree. it's more of a Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens problem. I agree. Um, in terms of how the, the the just the roster's been constructed around them is all. Yes, because the, and because obviously the Kemba thing just didn't work. Um, and then like they had to rely on like Peyton Pritchard to you know do a bunch of stuff. And then there was also that one sequence where Jalen Brown almost like tore Peyton Pritchard's. Uh, ACL last year and I was the only one who was mad about it for some reason which was just a really weird sequence because Jalen Brown flopped and then like hit Peyton Pritchard and like almost blew out his knee I think it only ended up being like a light sprain or something but yeah um yeah yeah no Cam Reddish is gonna be on my basketball team and I'm and Pistons fans are excited which gentlemen is there anything we're missing on the bull bull let me think um because I have some some hypothetical trade stuff to ask you um, anything we missing? I mean, I'll just say this as a sign off for the Rodney Magruder era. Um, did the lights the, just go off? The lights went out in the buckets building. They're they're motion activated, and I've been sitting for like twenty minutes, so I need to go flip the light switch to make sure they just stay on. So talk your okay. shit for just a second, and I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, I mean, bull bull comes in flyer. It'll be fun, whether or not it goes well or not. It'll be fun just because of the way he's built and his skill set. It'll it'll be a a an interesting watch night in and night out. Um, other than that, though, as a sign off for the Rodney Magruder era, I know a lot of fans were annoyed by Rodney Magruder for him to to play. But if we're being honest, like when Rodney played, like it wasn't bad. People just didn't like Rodney because he's older. But like when he played, it wasn't 
Like they weren't like the worst well, minutes in the f- world. We got to figure it out, man. We got to figure out what we fucking like and what we don't like. Because if we don't like Rodney Magruder and Corey Joseph because they're too old, well, they don't like Killian because he's too young and he's too raw and they think he's terrible. And they're like, oh, well, he's fucking. So we got to figure it out. What's the Cam Reddish, the, the, the ripe age of like 21. I don't even think he's 21 yet. You know what know. it is. Fans like what they don't know. Unless it's Cade Cunningham. And now Sadiq Bey. People, you know, haven't, people haven't turned on Sadiq. People turned on Are you kidding me? Sadiq just got the people back a few weeks ago. Well, sure. He had to put the that, headband on. Well, we did do the whole thing where we, where we were like, he's literally fine. It's just that he's not hitting shots. And his defense We did that because off. we no, understand. We, we yeah, did yeah, yeah. And then his, his defense did fall off. I don't remember who it was. I apologize because I'm totally blanking. But somebody like sent me like a – I don't remember what it was. But it quantified – his defense this season, uh, like through like mid December, I think is what it was compared uh, to last year, and like he actually had fallen off a little bit, and I was like, oh, I actually didn't realize yeah. that because he Dwayne passed the eye test. Too. Yeah, um, um, Sadiq though, it was funny. People, Sadiq had a quote the other day when everybody came back from COVID. This was like what made like I, you should have seen my mentions. Like it, this tweet like went viral. Sadiq said, "Yeah, I was Facetime and texting guys so they didn't mm-hmm. feel alone." Mm-hmm. And, like, I maybe had 100 quote tweets that said, I'm buying this guy's jersey. I'm like, that's what's – like, him being a good teammate is what's getting you to get his jersey, not the record-breaking three-point season he had as a rookie or first-team all-rookie or, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that's like, what's getting people. I, I feel like with him also what it is is we don't see personality from him at all. He's like Kawhi. Like, you don't – I mean, like, maybe you he's do – very serious. I mean, yeah, he's very serious. But, like, maybe you do a little bit more, but especially we as fans. Like, we don't – nobody on this team is, like, a great – quote for like the lions have jamal williams who is always good for something just put a camera on him and he's gonna say something awesome yeah the pistons just don't really have that guy maybe maybe that people are talking about yeah kate's close oh i'm sorry well because kate's media trained because he's been in the spotlight so he's kind of he's in his own paradigm i'd say i would i would just maybe recommend to troy you know you want the like laz wants the the big jumpy guy and it's like well maybe we need a big need this athletic wing go get a guy who's a great quote but then I guess, like you said, we already did that with Cade. So, I mean, yeah, I like guys that are great quotes. I think there are a few. Uh, there's some real guys. I'll say that they're real. But Rodney Magruder, super nice guy. Teammates loved him. I thought when he played, he was fine. Like people just hated to hate. Um, wish him nothing but the best. I, I got to be around him this year and talk to him now and then, and super nice guy. So wish him the best. And I wonder if. Uh, I mean, I don't know this. I, I imagine the the reason the Pistons did the trade is to get Bull Bull, but I wonder if it's kind of sending Rodney off to a playoff contender, like him being a good soldier, um, or to and then also that pick. I'm sure they'll flip into something else too yeah, for I mean, uh, yeah. for a, for just more depth. But yeah, Rodney Magruder is actually valuable for Denver. So it's just like you're like your dad's probably real happy. He just tweeted. Uh, he just tweeted at me, "Excellent trade," but I think he was talking from a Pistons perspective. Mm. Um, but maybe maybe he was excited for Rodney Magruder. I don't know. He would have been he would have been more the excited. Same age. If, he would have been more excited if Aaron Gordon got sent our way. So he was off the Nuggets. Yeah, he hates Aaron Gordon. Hates you Aaron know Gordon. Hates. All him. right, I have some questions for you. Yes. Obviously, how many deals do you want to see between now and the deadline? Is there just one that you really want to get done? One or, or two. Is, one or all two. Right. Uh, the one I'm assuming is the Jeremy one. You, mm-hmm. you, if the deadline passes and that doesn't happen, are you devastated? Disappointed? Not devastated because you can run it back. It, he'll maybe arguably be more valuable as an expiring, so I'm not mad about it. And you could do it in the summer. 
Yeah, it's okay. It's uh, it's only just like a selfish like ah, but I want something now. But yeah. I understand the vision, so I might like get one or two tweets off about it and go on like some unhinged rant that I won't mean in like three months. But yeah, y- yeah, I do want it to happen though. Who's the other one? Anything. Ah, just go do something. I don't know. Something. I don't like- know if you mean anything though. <laughs> I do not mean anything. Do you want to talk about it? I will be out on him. If uh, Killian is traded this year, I'm out. Why? On Troy. I'm out. Bye. Pass. Why? Why? Because you motherfucking drafted the guy that everybody wanted you to draft, and it's like, I don't know if it was... Okay. Let me let me just dial it back. Yeah, let's just tone it down just a, just a touch. Okay. In year two, if we're already giving up on a guy who, by the end of this season... Will have done. He'll have had a season. Don't do the game. I, don't I'm do saying, the games thing. What I'm saying is, he'll have. Had, <laughs> You're the one that says. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that said we can't do it. Yeah. He's. A, I, you know, it's funny. I actually checked this yesterday because I was just. I was curious to see. Um. Uh. Positionally, I did the the play by play thing on Basketball Reference to see like the percentages of he's played at this position, this position, this position, and it is like he is just like a point guard this year, which is great. That's awesome because last year it was kind of. Eh, he's played like a little bit at the three, but anyways. Um. And if you give up on him, then to me it's like that's a guy who did everything pretty well except the offense part, except the (laughs) offense part. And by offense, I really only mean scoring. It's really the only thing that I mean. But, like, we're seeing him, like, I don't want to just give him credit for just trying. You're about to, though. But the one sequence especially – that I'm pretty sure even you said something about against Orlando last night where he airballed the three from the wing and yep. then went out to the corner. With a guy in that. his face. With a guy yeah. in his face. And he put it up, same confidence. And then there was also that one sequence that you, that you and I texted about where he, from the elbow, I think he had Cole Anthony like draped all over him. Yep. I think he was trying to foul bait and then bailed on it. I think that's what was happening. You but the, yeah, but I mean, the shot went in, so like it was yeah. fine. You know, we're not seeing... The things that that were the problem with Killian a year ago, exclusively from the standpoint of those bullshit sidesteps that he would always do, and then obviously the the running the the running floaters um, that like didn't make any sense, like when he would like run baseline and like try to do like a falling away thing, like he's eliminating those. not completely because they will still happen because it's like a cutesy thing to do. And sometimes it actually does create a more optimal look for him, at least on the side steps and the step backs. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also seeing that he is a, 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 a demonstrably improved shooter from the corner. Like that's the yep. one that's like his sweet spot. So it's like, yep. it's not inconceivable to think that he'll get moved. But, and if, he, and if he does, there's obviously value in what he brings to a basketball game mainly on one specific end of the floor and then half of the other end of the floor. Um, The one thing about him and um, Cade, the only thing Mm -hmm. as a duo that bothers me, because I've said a lot of things that I love about them, and the main one is uh, when they uh, attack a double together. It's so fun. I love when they double team. It's incredible because it it's you always going. a turnover. Oh, my God. It's, it's the always juice a turnover. Is flowing. So good. I hate that we'll go through stretches where Killian becomes Killian again and is like, I'm not going to shoot the fucking ball. <laughs> and then Cade is just unselfish 
And I'm like, dude, like you can put anyone in the basket. Like you can put like 90% of the league in the basket in year one. Please go do that. But he's trying to create looks for other guys. You know what I mean? So you go through these like, and sometimes it's only, you know, two, three possessions. Sometimes it's half of a quarter where you go through these, these, these passive periods with them and it bothers me. I don't enjoy it. I understand it. And I'm not advocating for Killian to be traded. I hope that's been clear. Um, I hope I, I've been one of the ones to point out his strengths and what he's and the improvements he's made, even if it doesn't show up in the box score. Um, all I'm saying is with my journalistic hat on and being down the middle, um, the worst thing to happen to Killian is the Pistons getting the number one pick and um, having Cade there. You disagree? I do. I didn't realize we were going back to this. I didn't know this was still something that people believe. I'm curious to hear your reasoning. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, I mean, I just think, would you agree that the Pistons are better off with Cade handling the ball more? Handling it more, yes. Okay. And if Killian's not going to be aggressive in hunting for his shot, it's almost like, uh, what are we, like, what is, where's the threat between these two? Like, yes, they both can handle the ball. They both can get pick and roll. They both can make nice passes. But, like, only one of them, like, tries to take over a game. Um, you look at somebody like Hamadou Diallo, who I actually wrote about for today on The Athletic. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, I did a film breakdown of his last week or so, two weeks. Um, he's shooting 63% around the mm-hmm. rim, and the Pistons are the worst, one of the worst teams in the league at the rim. Um, he's a fine cutter, and the Pistons are literally the worst team in the league at cutting. So mm-hmm. film breakdown of what he's brought, it's fun. Uh, check it out on The Athletic. Uh, but, like, it, like somebody like like what Cade brings, like having somebody like Hamadou next to him, like makes sense. Even though Hami can't shoot the three, like he's shooting the mid range fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he cuts. He he can handle and pick and roll. Um, I just wonder if Killian's not going to be aggressive and assertive looking for his shot. I just wonder if there's just too much redundancy there. Could also come down to the composition of the roster around them doesn't have to be exclusive to the two guys that are holding the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what I do like about Cade and Hamadou is, and it was, I think you were talking to someone about it yesterday, um, but there was the one sequence in the Orlando game. Was it Orlando? Uh, there was, like, the little dump off that Cade had to Hamadou on, like, the wraparound, and Hamadou had a, he finished it off with a dunk. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a very palpable chemistry between those two. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and I, and I, I tweeted on Sunday, like somebody asked me, is there a palpable chemistry between those two? And I said, well, Hami has a, a package that nobody else on the roster has, which is elite athleticism. Uh, oh, pause. Um, elite athleticism. <laughs> uh, elite athleticism, good off ball instincts and great finisher. So a lot of guys can fit in with that. Um, yeah, just a conversation. Just, a, just a question. I don't think, uh, if I had to put my money on it, I don't think Killian gets traded. Uh, would I be surprised? No. Well, uh, it's also I, like if he does, you're probably going to get some cool shit in return. It's not like you're – you know what I mean? You're not trading him for, I don't know, Cat Barber you, or something. Are you sure you're getting cool shit in return? For yes. guy that averages five points a game? He averages six. Sorry. Check, yeah. I just don't know how much uh, – when you say cool shit, that sounds like multiple. I just would – 
pump the brakes on that. Oh, okay. Other teams have watched the Pistons as well. Yeah, no, you're just using my own logic against me. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I just don't want it to happen. If you were an odds maker, odds Mm -hmm. maker James, you're a bookie. I'm not good with the odds. Uh, Can I do percentages? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, You'll see where I'm going with this. Okay. If you had to do like an over-under for trades made between now and the deadline, if I set it at one and a half, are you adjusting it or are you leaving it there? Over. You're going to take over. Are you going to do? I think two trades are made. Okay. Okay. It's So the elephant to the room is that it's Jeremy Grant and Josh Jackson. I think Jeremy and then someone else. I know you know. Not saying not saying that it's not just Jackson. I'm just saying I I think Jeremy is the one I would say yes. And the other one, I don't know who it would be. Don't say you know I know. Uh then I just think there would be two and I just don't I don't know who the other second one would be. Does it count if how about how many players get traded? Okay, I I still honestly I think it's probably the same. Like maybe yeah. 3. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, say I feel o- like I, I still say over. One and a half, but I still go two. Uh, we probably should have led with this. I'm sure we would have if something didn't happen today. Uh, James and I want to, James and I want to extend our dearest and most sincere thanks to Bally Sports Detroit and Johnny, Johnny Kane. Yeah, shout for, out to Brian Henry. Yep, for the simulcast that we did uh, during the Pistons Grizzlies game. Unfortunately, that game was a complete wash. You know what Jaw did in that game? I love when players do this. Even though it was against my team, it's hard. He told him to call a timeout. And then he did. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. I loved it. But that if was, I was early, a, too. Dude, if I was a coach, I would I would be throwing everything. Oh, I'm sure that pissed him off. Oh, I'd be causing a scene. I wouldn't call a timeout, and I would leave my team out to dry. Yeah, but when it's a 22-0 run, you probably you still got to call a timeout. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. You got to call a timeout, though. Um, but, yeah, no, that was super fun. James and I did get uh, burned by uh, Rick Mahorn on Uncle Ricky. occasions. Yeah. Love you, Uncle Ricky. See, the difference is that you've met him before. I haven't. So that was yeah, our first interaction, and he was just cooking me. That dude, man, he came out firing. Like, Johnny was like, you know, like, obviously don't swear or anything. And Rick just comes in, and he... Guess, yeah. didn't he, guess he didn't read the emails. Looks, looks like a donkey's ass. Yeah, he was going in. But that's Rick. Rick's I get. It's on the road. I mean, I see Rick everywhere. But uh, sweetheart of a guy. Likes to talk shit. But he's people don't know he's a sweetheart. Just a nice guy. Treats people with respect. Very social. Really. Everybody. Everybody you know, loves Rick. People said a lot of stuff. But your fit was hard. Thank you. Yours was too, man. You look like a million bucks. The chain. I, the chains were fire. Yeah, I was talking my shit in the chat, and they wouldn't pin them because I was being too mean. I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think I was being a little bit too mean. But the uh, the Tottenham bucket hat was a nice touch. The glasses, I was laughing so hard as soon as you came on, and I saw the glasses. I started laughing so hard. I've been wearing, I I have I've been wearing glasses. People were like, they were shades. No, they're here. I'll show you. They're actual glasses. Mm. I I've been having, I've been getting headaches from like bright light. So they're like the not blue ray, but blue light. Yeah, uh, for those types of. We yeah. didn't. Did we? T- did we talk about the Bucks game? The Bucks game. The, the no, we haven't we, done a pod since then. Have we not? Okay, yeah. They played Monday, but I was gonna. I mean, yeah, I was gonna bring it up like before we go. Like, as bad as they got molly whopped in uh, Memphis and Charlotte, the Pistons mm-hmm. have won three of their last five. Yeah, and uh, I mean, even though one of them was against a bad team, which I'll say this because I, well, I, they're a bad team, so that's fine. Well, sure, but what I mean is. I've, I'm always the guy who is like, 
Um, and I hate that I'm like this, especially this year. The Pistons have just made it really easy for me to hit sim season and punt and not care. So yep. it's like if you are playing Orlando, I always want them to lose. I'm like, even though that's like a quote-unquote easy win it could be, it's like I want to get ahead of the standings in Tankathon. And that's not fair. It's not fair of me to actively be rooting for them to lose. Like, it's okay to, like, rationalize, like, okay, even though I wanted to win, like, it's okay that we lost. Like, no. Yeah. I, in a lot of these games, I'm like, no, go out there and lose. And I need, and, and that's not I, cool. Like, I'm, I, it's not cool. But that's, what I, that's how I operate. I wanted them desperately to win against Orlando, and they did. And I want people to stop saying, the Pistons need to play as hard as Orlando and Houston and all these other shitty teams. Those teams get blown out, too. They have got blown out. And Orlando has lost to the Pistons twice. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys, a lot of people are frustrated watching the Pistons. When they lose, they lose bad. The wins come every every other week. Understandable. But, like, they're better than Orlando. They beat Orlando last night without their two highest played players, the Pistons and Jeremy Grant and Kelly Olenek. Like, they're better mm-hmm. than Orlando. It is what it is. Uh, it might not be pretty. It might not be what you want every night. But they're better than Orlando, and it's not particularly like close so yeah i just wanted to get that out because there was a lot of my men oh they don't orlando's played teams hard i'm like yeah they have but they also lost to the pistons twice so yeah uh non-pistons related question just because i got nothing in the tank you know kind of got you know uh random i was i was chewing on this for a few days if you had to be a roommate with a non-superstar nba player who would you pick because if you pick, if, if if everyone was on the table, you it's Clay is probably the one that you'd say. But you know the thing about Clay is, if you think like every everyone in the league, mm-hmm. and I think of like Fourth of July, like who's the guy who just won't stop lighting off fireworks all hours of the night? It might be Clay, <laughs> yeah, or I Jimmy might actually I feel like because Jimmy's patriotic, so might be Jimmy or <laughs> Bam. Patriotic, he is. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of which role player just has the baddest chicks. Frank, give me Lou Will. That's a good one. Give me Lou Will. That's a good one. You're gonna get into some shenanigans. Or Tony Snell, and I'll leave it at that. What did Tony Snell do? Do I have to Google something? Uh, I don't even know if you can Google it. Uh, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. All right. All right. So that's your answer. I'm pretty sure he. Ha- I'll just say this. I'm pretty sure he has a Lou Will situation going on. Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure. You know what bothers me? We talked about this on um, uh, Hank Lauer's Live. I don't like... And Tony Snell wouldn't leave me alone. He wouldn't talk. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Also, shout out to Danny Green for putting up the... No, I'm sorry. He didn't put up the Tony Snell stat line, the 0 in like 20 minutes, because they did finally... They did end up crediting him with a steal after the game. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say, James. Let's uh, – do we cover everything Pistons? We talked about trade. We talked about – well, I did, we didn't talk about Hami, but he's we, we talked about Hami a little bit. He's been good. Well, uh, read my story thing. on The Athletic, the yeah, film you, breakdown. You did your thing last week where you just reiterated how right you were about that, and you took your little victory lap that you have to do every three weeks when he decides he wants to be good again. <laughs> Fair. Um I think Kelly so, Olenek's close to coming back because this was yesterday, or I'm sorry, the Jazz game. Uh, not the Jazz game. They play the Jazz tonight. Um, the Orlando game, Kelly was on the bench. Mm. That was the first time he's been on the bench. Uh, in street clothes, of course. But that, So I think he's getting close. 
cool. Um, anything else we've missed? Cade loves Ozark. I saw that, and that's why I said I was like, "You're gonna have to give him a, a bunny cardigan hoodie." Oh yeah, that's right. So if anybody missed it after the Milwaukee game, uh, Cade was asked like, "What did he do during the during the his quarantine?" Mm-hmm. He said he watched a lot of Ozark. He wasn't put up on it, and I and I asked him, I was like, "Did you finish?" I was like, "You know, there's a new season, right?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to finish to catch it." And he as he's walking out of the press room, he's like, "I'll let y'all know when I finish." And as he's walking out, he talks. He turns to somebody and says, "That shit hard." <laughs> he's like, "I ain't know, but that shit hard." Yeah. So that oh, was funny. Man. Oh, Kate Cunningham. Any uh, other funny stories from the road? We did get the um, Ashton endorsement for Troy Weaver, which is very big. If Pistons fans don't know, that is Kate's trainer and like right hand man. It's like his. That's like the Rich Paul that we have to be worried about as Pistons fans is Ashton. But he said. Uh, I think he called Troy Weaver a beast or something today. So, oh yeah, I saw that. So, so we're good for a little bit. I think I think Pistons fans we're gonna be okay. I don't think Cade's gonna go anywhere. I think we're I think we're safe. I can't believe people are already talking about that. Only I Pistons think we have fans. at least seven years. I think yeah. I mean seven's a lot, but I'd say like four or five. It's two contracts. Yeah, I'd say like four. Because he's gonna be here for four, and then you sign another one. That's two contracts. Okay. All right. Uh, All star ballot. You want to do that? I don't. I do. I have my. I have. Did I tell you? I'm voting for the first time. You did tell me that. I've decided to accept. Can I run by who I think my starters are going to be? Yes, absolutely. You want to start in the east or the west? I care a lot about the west. So go ahead. All right. So we're going Steph and Ja. Yes. 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 The ballot thing is real. Yes. Even though his team won nine games without him, but still, I'm going with him. Um. I have to have it filed by January 22nd. So, um, yeah, those two, Jokic, LeBron, and probably Gobert. Um, is what I'm thinking in the West. Sure. My main one that I needed to hear was was Jaw. Yeah. Um, if you didn't do him, then I wanted Dejounte Murray. But I don't. But I don't think you can do Dejounte Murray's. I think he'll just get it as a reserve. Yeah, I think that's a lock, and that's the in the East. I have a I have a similar one. Um, I'm the one that I what I care about in the East is your guards. Yeah, this is where it gets interesting. So I'll start in the front court. Embiid, KD, um, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Keep going. And then, um, who am I blanking on? Apparently, Giannis. There it is. Jesus. Sorry, I, I forgot about him after he lost to the Pistons. Um, <laughs> Talk your shit. <laughs> KD, Giannis, Embiid, DeRozan. Okay, yeah. I mean, sure, yeah, of course. And here is... There it is. Say it. I want you to say it because you're going to be right. Did I tell you? No. You, I, I don't know this. This is news. Fred Van Vliet. Oh, no. I'm doing it. It's That's the only one I'm really hung up on. It's between... I'm going to tell you right now. It's between three. Okay, so... I know one of them, and it's the one that I that I wanted you to say, and you didn't say it. Levine, no. Well, Levine's the other one, and then the other one I'm assuming is Lamelo. No. Oh, who? There are two. There are Who's three. Who? Well, okay. The those main are the three. Two. Those are the three that are I'm deciding for the last guard spot with Fred VanVleet being the leader right now. 
the problem is that both of them are in the same vein as uh, the DeJounte Murray thing where I'm like, there's just no shot that they get voted in as a starter. Um, but I, I do feel confident that one of these guys will get in as a reserve, if not both, but definitely one of them. It's Garland and Drew Holiday. Garland's I hope Garland gets in that'd be cool I think he should I think he will it'd be in, close. it would be an insane arc for him yeah. where like two years ago we were like he's a bad basketball player and then J.B. Bickerstaff was like no he's not I'm gonna show you guys that he's a really good basketball player right and um probably runner up for most improved this year so yeah no I agree there's a lot of deserving ones in the east right now though the last guard spot is between Levine I'm, you could go – do the Bulls deserve two starters? Probably. And Levine has been really, 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 really good. DeRozan's go, a lock. I'm going to go DeMar because his presence, along with Caruso and Ball, uh, but his presence has taken the Bulls to another level. He's having a phenomenal year. The point guard one, though, is it's going to be between FV, FBV, Levine, and LaMelo. And I think I'm. I think Fred's the leader right now. Like he's putting up career numbers on higher usage. That Raptors team isn't very good. Yeah. Uh, Pascal Siakam is. I mean, nobody's heard from him. Um, yeah. You know what's crazy? Also, I just want to say it's for the people that are screaming in their cars right now. Um, Trey Young does exist. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, he does. But like, you know me. No, I know. And like defense, like you gotta be like you. Gotta, if you're gonna be that good offensively. You got to, like, at least try, man. And he's the head of the snake, and they're just abysmal defensively. Like, offensively, yeah, sure, he's the maybe the best point guard, second best point guard in the league. I'm going to throw uh, some takes at you, and I'm just going to see what sticks. All right. Drew Holiday is better defensively than Trey Young is offensively. Mm, that's tough. Because it is such an offense, I'm gonna go. Uh, James is Dylan is, Brooks is out for three to five weeks. Oh. Um, so maybe that means Memphis goes for Jeremy. Um, just joking. D'Anthony Melton. D'Anthony Melton when? Zaire Williams. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a big day for this show if we get fucking <laughs> Zaire Williams. It's gonna be a lot of shit talking. Uh. I'm going to go Trey, but it's close. Eh. Okay. Trey. Okay. Second take. Evan Mobley will be better this in his first year than this entire rookie class will be. Anybody else will be in their second year. So rookie Evan Mobley will still be better than everybody else in their second year. No. You don't believe that? No. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Just I like to see. that, though. I like it's, it. Okay. Um. Let's see if I have any other ones. I don't. Clay Thompson is coming back. Obviously, if you're listening to this, it's already happened. Um, yeah. So we're not, we don't have to do predictions or anything like that because it's not going to age well at all. Clay's um, back, baby. The biggest one that people like to do, you know, argument I think is just disgusting right now and makes what? no sense. And Tell I think, me. It, Please. Oh, my God. Well, what do you think is more valuable, the Nets getting back Kyrie Irving or the Warriors getting back Clay Thompson? I'm sorry, What? <laughs> Is that a thing people are arguing? Yes, that's a, that is a that that is the discourse right now. Is that national TV at 10 a.m. talk? That's first things first. That's get up. It's a mm. bullshit argument. It's a yeah. dumb conversation to have. It's clay, and it's not close. Also, even if Kyrie wasn't banned from playing half of the fucking games, it would still be clay. 
I don't know if I agree that it's clay, but I know what you're saying. It's a dumb argument. Why don't because you the, agree? Because the Warriors are the are the masters without clay. Yeah, and then they're getting Clay Thompson back. They're going to lose like five games the rest of the year. Assuming he's good to go and he's still 80% of what Clay is. And I would say that Dude. not having Kyrie is going to – it's obviously taking a toll on Harden, who has been shite yeah, his, this year. Yeah. And Kevin Durant has to do a lot. So I know what you're saying. It's a dumb argument to have. But I would actually kind of say Kyrie if I have to answer the dumb argument. Clay Thompson at 80% is still better than 75% of the NBA. So that's fine. And that but also I'm have, just saying they don't need him to be successful. Well, they don't need him to be Clay Thompson's superhero right now. I don't think they need him at all to be successful. Well, sure. But it also doesn't hurt to have I think it makes yeah. With Wiggins playing the way he's playing. I was gonna say you have yes. Andrew Wiggins who is like I don't know people okay. People are giving him all star votes. I think some of it is kind of a meme, but some of it is like, no, Andrew Wiggins is that dude right now. You also have Draymond, who finally went back to being the Draymond Green that we all know and love. Jordan Poole has been a sixth. Well, the Jordan Poole sixth man thing, I wonder if that's going to be able to ramp up once Clay comes back. Because obviously he's been a pretty integral part of their, their starting lineups. Yeah. I was say, I wonder if he's already started too many games. I don't know the rules right. on that. Um, right. Yeah, the, I was actually talking to somebody about – shout out to Cletus Lewis, Pistons PR guy. I was, at, I was like, I can't believe Andrew Wiggins has more all-star votes than uh, Draymond Green. And then he, Cletus, who grew up in – or lived in Canada for most of his life, um, pointed out that Wiggins is getting Canadian votes. Oh. And I hadn't thought about that, so yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Fred Van Vliet all-star campaign – um, I am there in spirit with Raptors fans, but that's not my fight. Yeah, fair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know, Toronto's my second home, so I got to make sure everything's good. Make sure nobody's breaking windows. I love me some t- some T dot. Big Scotia Bank Arena guy. I'm the, a big. You know what's, I'm a big everything in Toronto guy. What's crazy about the Siakam bit is like, so he was like originally one of the best heat check guys in the league for like a year and a half where like uh, maybe I, and when I say one of the best, I just mean one of the more underrated ones where like you would blink and in the last two and a half minutes, he has 12 and you're like, wait, wait a minute. What happened? And then everybody started to realize that all that motherfucker does is tornado around in the paint. <laughs> and he's had they, a very quiet. You just don't hear anybody talking about Pascal this year. And I've, um, I've caught the Raptors on not great Siakam games, but you know who is tough to catch on a bad night this who? year? Gary Trent. Shout out to Gary Trent. Oh my God, the defense he's playing this year, the threes that he's hitting. Shout out to Gary Harris too. Yeah, yeah, I guess sure. Yeah, if, if sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you good? I'm good, man. That was yeah. That that Diallo package thing was nuts, though. <laughs> Literally. I was going to say, you did it again. <laughs> Damn, dude. Hey, oh, yeah. Um, all right. Next week will be the one-year anniversary. Oh, so can I'm going to ask you right now. Can we do this on Saturday? I uh, should be able to. Should be able because to. Because Sunday strings. completely with the Suns game being moved. I was supposed to be in Golden State on that Sunday, mm-hmm. or San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And now the Pistons are playing the Suns at 1, and I have an 8 p.m. flight to the Bay. Gotcha. So Sunday I can't do. So Saturday, let's do, and we'll send emails to the five people who will be joining us. Cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. We will get those out to everybody. Um, either this get James. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get something uh, situated, and we will get you those links. Uh, you all have that to look forward to. I don't know what gimmicks we're gonna do for it. I'll think of some stuff. Maybe I'll maybe I'll throw together a bonus. I'm not gonna tie myself to anything. Yeah. Um, Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave, leave a review. Rate five stars. Subscribe if you're feeling generous. I realized this last week. I always say Apple Podcasts because for the longest time, Spotify didn't have a, a rating system. Um, and I, I very recently learned that they actually do. So even if you are on Spotify, go ahead and leave five stars if you're feeling generous. Uh, we will catch you guys. in the next one. Peace. (laughs)